Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety. The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. Today, we are going to be talking about intuition. And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, inspirational, and it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care. Okay. So I was really excited for this one because (laughs) I feel like I want to listen to my intuition more. I want to figure out how to tap into that. And if I do, it'll be like this amazing, helpful thing that'll set me on the right track for my (laughs) life and everything will be how it's supposed to be. And so I was just like, yeah, I want to learn more about intuition. And then as I was reading about it, I feel like my bubble pop or like my (laughs) balloon popped or what is that saying? I don't know, but my bubble was burst. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. There's still at least the science piece of it. Intuition is really important. It's not that it's not important or it's not a thing, but basically what it is, is that it's our mind, our unconscious mind rapidly sifting through all of our past experiences and cumulative knowledge Mm -hmm. to tell us if something's safe or not. It's really just based on past experience. Yes, this is true. And I think there's a lot of articles out there that I think are trying to say otherwise or try to help you tap in or talk about it in a different way. But I think what it comes that's what it comes down to in pretty much everything. There was this article that I read. Did you read the Naval Research yes. one? Yeah. Yeah, that was the one that really described how intuition works. So they're doing studies on how to train Marines and mm-hmm. sailors more easily because whenever they're in these high intensity situations, like life or death situations, they have to make snap decisions. So they want to help them tap into their intuition quickly and make rapid decisions. Right. Well, that's the thing. So intuition really should be used in all of our decision making Mm -hmm. because basically what you're saying is if you don't use intuition, then you're trying to use your logical mind to come up with a yes or no, or should I do this or should I not? But you're not listening to any of your past experiences and past experiences matter. They tell us Mm -hmm. what potential dangers lie ahead or what good things can potentially lie ahead. So whether you're a CEO or, you know, average Mm -hmm. Joe or a Marine or somebody in the Navy or whatever, listening to your past experiences is important. Yeah, I think it's important. And I think that there's, I don't know if we want to get into it, but I think that trauma can probably really hurt your intuition sometimes. Right. And that's what I kept kind of coming Mm -hmm. back to in my head as I was reading this stuff, because it's like, well, okay, maybe, but if I grew up in like a dysfunctional home or Mm -hmm. something now, maybe I have trust issues or whatever. And that's not necessarily how I want to live my life around everyone else, but those are my experiences. And that's what I draw from. It gets a little 
Perry. Most people have experienced some type of trauma. No one's going to have like a clear intuition that it's like, oh, if you just listen to it, like you're going to make yeah. all the right decisions because we've all been jaded in one way or another mm-hmm. in the past where we're not necessarily all going to have the ability right. to make healthy decisions. And it's even things that you might not even be aware of because I at first I was thinking, well, okay, if I know I have issues around this one certain thing, mm-hmm. I have a traumatic event or whatever, then I know, okay, maybe I need to use my logical mind a little bit more when I'm dealing with decisions related mm-hmm. to that. But I mean, really, I think a lot of times we don't even realize why we're making certain decisions. Like, like for example, if I grew up in a house where I had to take care of everybody and I was, you know, had to be like the adult as a child or whatever, then as an adult, I'm going to steer away from wanting to take on responsibility like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be saddled with that. That was an awful feeling for me as a child. And now I I don't want that. And so, but I might not even realize that's what I'm doing, right? If I'm presented with something, I might say, no, that doesn't feel good. I don't want to do that. But why? You know? Yeah. And I think it goes the same way. It's just like your unconscious biases. So it's like, you've been told your whole life that this type of person is bad or like this yes, thing is that's bad. Such a good and point. so you just think it and it's not right. And you have to retrain yourself to think differently. I'm really curious now how the military is using intuition to train their people because it seems like I don't know if this has started yet, but this is their idea of how they want to use it with sailors and marines is Basically, they want them to be able to make these decisions really quickly in hours of training, basically. So they're going to set up these simulations Hmm. where I don't know what kind of um, situations they would be in, but they will set up these simulations to make it feel like they've been through this experience. So they'll give you like whatever, like a bomb is going off over here. So it's like, this is what you do. Da, da, da. So like oh, hours of these simulations. And then so whenever you're that actually in that situation, you'll react in the way that you were trained to do. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's probably maybe good for combat. And then like once you get back into normal life, it's probably going to have some negative yeah. <laughs> impacts <laughs> on you. So I don't really know. I mean, that's just showing like how intuition works, how you can be trained to react in certain ways. So this is another interesting thing that I read. So strong emotions, particularly negative ones, can cloud our intuition. We become disconnected from our intuition when we're really upset about something. And then also when we're very depressed, our intuition kind of fails us. So when we're angry, a heightened emotional state, or when we're depressed. And then there was a study also that showed that being in a positive mood boosted the ability to make intuitive judgments. I don't know if this was the same study, but it sounds similar. I don't think it's the same where they showed these dots moving on a screen. Is that the one that you're Mm, talking about? No. So instead of it was showing positive or happy associated images versus like negative associated images. So these dots are moving on a screen, but it's like they're moving in a way where it's hard to tell which way they're moving. And so they had these participants try to 
determine which way the dots are moving. And like you either say they're moving to the left or they're moving to the right. And there was subliminal messaging popping up so quickly that you can't, your mind can't comprehend it. But it was half of the participants were given like happy subliminal messaging, like babies and like puppies (laughs) and like happy things. And the other participants were giving negative ones. And I didn't write down the percentage, but a much higher percentage of the people who were given the positive subliminal messaging guessed correctly hmm. or guessed like the way that the dots are moving correctly. And then a much lower percentage of the people who were given the negative associations guessed correctly. I wonder if that's because negative emotions are so distracting. Like you become yeah. fixated on them and you don't think about really anything else. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a guess. But I know for me... When I am really struggling with something or, yeah, I think when I'm feeling like anxious or nervous about a decision, I go into logic overload. Mm. I just focus on the logic piece and I struggle to know what my feelings are about something, Mm -hmm. you know, should I listen to that? Do you ever play this game where, I don't know, like white chocolate or dark chocolate? And you immediately have to like answer without thinking about it. Yeah. No, I don't play that. But (laughs) it's kind of like the BuzzFeed quizzes where it's like, pick a house based on what? You know, like white chocolate or dark chocolate based on what? Like my favorite one or just which one's better? What do you like? Yeah. Like if you're having trouble making a decision, Mm. I'll do this with like Pat or the kids sometimes where if they're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Then I'll wait a while and then immediately I'll be like, okay, one, two, three. And I'll like. (laughs) So Matt did something similar. And I don't, I think about this a lot because it was so good, but I don't know if it actually happened this way. This is just how I remember. (laughs) So we had a friend back in college where he was with a girl and they were together for a long time, but they wanted to break up. He wanted to break up, but he didn't know. And they like had, they were on and yes. off and like, he couldn't decide should they break up or not. And Matt was like, okay, we're going to flip a coin and heads is you're going to break up and tails is you're going to stay together. He flipped the coin and then before looking at it, he was like, okay, what did you want it to be? Yeah. Like, what were you hoping it was yeah. going to be? And then that, so I don't know if that's like kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. If you have to make a decision Mm -hmm. or you know what you've been thinking or like feeling in your gut, you just don't want to acknowledge it because the logical piece is trying Mm -hmm. to override, you know, I feel like maybe that's what my therapist should do with me. That's just what we should do for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Rapid fire. Okay. (laughs) Travel, don't travel. (laughs) That's all I do is overanalyze things and overthink them. And it takes me 10 years to make a decision. Indulge in a transformative experience that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Each yoga massage session begins with a five-minute deep breathing ritual or a unique themed meditation that helps ground you in the present moment. You'll let your worries float away as you're guided through a series of restorative stretches while a yoga massage therapist provides therapeutic massage and guided meditation. Throughout the session, you'll move into a place of tranquility and relaxation. Visit yomassage.com to learn more about how to find a class or how to become a yoga massage practitioner. I love the coin flip thing, though, because I think that whenever you do have those two decisions in your mind, you know, your gut knows in that moment, which one's the right decision. 
So you can tell yourself, okay, it's heads, but I was really hoping it was going to be tails. Yes. I don't know what it is. It yeah. gives you that one second for mm-hmm. your gut to kick in and tell you what you want. Mm-hmm. So it's worth a try. The logical brain versus the more quick, emotional brain. Yeah. yeah. So did you read about an article about that? Mm-mm. So there's this guy, I don't know his name. He won a Nobel Prize for like this thought process. And I read some of the article, but it was kind of like negative against intuition. So I didn't finish it for the sake of this podcast, but I think that it's important. I think that he's the author of the book, Thinking Fast and Slow, which is like a really, Hmm. really popular book. And I have wanted to read it for a long time. I have a lot of people who it's like their favorite book. And it just talks about how to tap in with like your logical mind and then your more fast mind and then your slow mind and when you should use one versus the other Hmm. and like how they work, how they work together, which one's good in which type of circumstances. I'm sure that's a really great book to check out. I really want to read it. I haven't read it yet, but I'll link the article that I skimmed about him. That's now on my list. Yeah. (laughs) Because I do think, I don't know, I have this idea that I do need to think less about Mm -hmm. things. I need to go with my intuition a little bit more, but that really scares me because... What if it's wrong? And I feel like my logical mind is pretty smart. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why not listen to that? Mm -hmm. But I really do think when there are times in my life when I have just really gone with my intuition and, you know, use your logical mind a little bit to make sure that you're not making a horrible (laughs) decision. Mm -hmm. But my best decisions have been based on my intuition, you know. There was a study that what followed people buying cars and it said that people who spent more time thinking about it and deciding like which car they should like (laughs) they spent more time were satisfied only 25% of the time and the people who just made that split decision were satisfied 60% of the time really yeah so I don't know something because I think you probably question yourself more if you use the logic Mm. maybe I I didn't consider this or oh I Mm -hmm. forgot about that now that means this is the wrong decision whereas like intuition I feel like when I use my intuition it's like well yeah like things aren't perfect but like this is what was supposed to be I feel like I never think things through now that I'm thinking (laughs) like I can't I just like do things really (laughs) yeah well yeah. I don't know. Maybe like big <laughs> things I just do. And then maybe smaller things I think about too much. I don't know. Yeah. That reminds me. I have to tell the story of when we decided to take our training virtual. We were in a hotel at an expo or whatever. And it was we were working late at night. I think it was like midnight or one or something. <laughs> and I looked over at Catherine and I was like, I think we have to take our training virtual. We have to. And she looked at me. She's like, no, we can't. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I was like quiet for a minute. And then it was like, maybe five minutes later, you're like, we have to take our training virtual. (laughs) And we went full force on doing the work to take it virtual after that. What did we we do? I feel like we stayed up a long time figuring out what it was going to look like. The details and stuff. But yeah, we didn't really think like, we didn't do pro con or whatever. We were just like, yes, 
we have to. Yeah. You know? We should give more credit to that conference for <laughs> helping us come up. We, we, it didn't feel like a successful yeah, conference. We but... dog on that conference all the time. So <laughs> they deserve some credit. Some good came out of it. it yeah. And it was. It was the best decision we made. And it's how we've made yeah. it through COVID. And, no, yeah. You know, it has been awesome. For me, Yo Massage just moving forward with it as a business was an intuitive decision. Mm-hmm. If I thought logically about it, it certainly doesn't make sense to start your own business when you know you have like three kids but and I a think family we just and- both knew it was such a new idea it was like we had done nothing with it we had just done some classes and we're like let's make this a business and for some reason we just both knew that we should it was it. an amazing idea right. that we had to bounce on it right and we but didn't even know each other. No. <laughs> I, know, I remember just like feeling you out. Do, I don't know. Do we want to work together? Is it going to work? Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't really think about it. I was just like, because I didn't really think about you. Like, I wasn't like, is she stable? Is she like a cool? I didn't. I was just, okay, Let's like do we're, we're doing it together. That's funny. Yeah, I felt like I had to think about it a lot because I need to make money to support my kids and family and stuff. And we were at a point where it was, you know, we were relying on my income. And Mm, so do I, don't I? I want to. I really want to. My gut's telling me yes, but here's all these logical reasons why not. But but I didn't really listen to the logical reasons why not. I kind of was just like, no, I have to. Yeah, I think I just knew that you were a cool person. I don't know. I was like, because I didn't, I didn't question you like as a person. I was just like, I don't know. I just had a feeling about you. You you should have. I know I should have. You should have have asked for references. I should have. But you, I just remember your tie-dye leggings. My rainbow. Yeah, your rainbow leggings. That was when we first moved to Portland from Costa Rica, I guess it was. And yeah. I was in this mode of like, just looking however I wanted to. Like, I did not care. I don't want to yeah. have to break this explicit. So I'm not going to curse. But um, <laughs> I didn't care what anybody thought. And uh, I had these awesome rainbow leggings. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> I still have them. But I, I feel like I, I think it was appropriate it. because it was a yoga studio where we met. So I think you were coming to take a yoga class. And that yeah, was the first was. time we met. So it wasn't like you. she wore rainbow <laughs> leggings to a restaurant to me or something. I mean, I don't know. I would. No, I mostly wear them to yoga. And it's but... Portland. You guys know what we talk about about Portland. Like, if you, no one cares here. If you wear an outfit that's coordinated with shoes that have any sort of a heel, you're out of place here. Yeah, people like, are like, why aren't you wearing rainbow why are you leggings? Up? Exactly. Why is your hair a normal color? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, we digress. Okay. (laughs) Back to intuition. Yes. So some tips for how to kind of tap into your intuition that I found are keeping a journal. So writing down your thoughts and feelings on paper, it helps your unconscious mind open up, which I have found a lot. I've been doing that a lot recently. And I sometimes get scared to journal about certain things because I don't want to know what my unconscious mind thinks about it. Hmm. It's like, and I know that's going to happen when I start writing, you know, it talks about finding a solitary space where you can allow your emotions to flow freely and turning off your inner critic. So the inner critic is the one that tries to rationalize things and is judgmental and makes it hard for you Mm -hmm. to tap into your like true feelings and emotions about things. 
My tip is paying attention to your energy. So how do you feel around certain people? Like are there people that make you feel drained? Are there people that make you feel energized? Are there people that you don't want to be around Mm -hmm. because they're really negative? Just pay attention to your energy and how you feel around other people or in situations. And then I'm going to stick with my coin flip trick because I think that's pretty cool. Kind of to bounce off of what you were just saying, another thing that I like to do is to really listen to your body. What's your Mm. body telling you when you're in certain situations or thinking about something specific and like your heart rate or your your heart rate or your stomach. Exactly. Your stomach, maybe your throat like closes up Mm. a little bit or your muscles are tensing up or you feel hot. mm -hmm, Yeah. A lot of that. Use it in a way where it's like, okay, picture yourself. We just recorded a podcast on visualization. So visualize yourself. If you're trying to decide between two things, visualize yourself one way, pay attention to how your body feels, Mm. and then visualize yourself making the opposite decision and pay attention to how your body feels. Mm, And that will tell you so much. Have you done that? Yes. And then what I do after that (laughs) is my logical brain comes in and is like, no, 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 no. (laughs) That can't be true. (laughs) We need to change that. In addition to the signature Yo Massage class, Yo Massage offers other specialized experiences such as energetic Yo Massage. In an energetic Yo Massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional Yo Massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind-body-soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches and get lost in mind-opening meditations, your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen. To learn more about today's topic, check out yomassage.com backslash podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.